Inspired by faith. Inspired by faith. Inspired by faith broadcast radio. The new wave of faith-based radio, where we are building your faith one show at a time. Get it, get it, get it, get it. Hey, 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 y'all. How's everybody doing on this mountain? Well, it's your boy, Mighty Mikey Mike, coming to you live and in demand from the studio. Studio A1A. Hey, look, y'all, there are some strange things going on right now in this pandemic. I done seen some strange things, y'all, like Amazon doing outreach in this season. They serving the people. They making house calls and delivering stuff to your steps regardless. They are fighting through the pandemic to get you your stuff. Thanks to the stimulus checks, that's really not y'all's. Yep, they done tricked us again. Man, got us looking at Netflix because we bored. Meanwhile, the right and the left are still fighting. Fight night as y'all check YouTube every day. And of course, that eviction notice, hoping that they don't run away with the money. Anyway, I was just wondering why I keep seeing multiple white trucks strolling around the neighborhood. This is your boy, Mighty Mikey Mike. Keep on listening. Are you ready for war? Ephesians 6 and 10. Finally, my brethren, be strong in the Lord and in the power of his might. Put on the whole armor of God that ye may be able to stand against the wiles of the devil. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Wherefore, take unto you the whole armor of God. Are you ready for war? Prepare. Are you ready to fight? Jesus tells us, and from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffered violence and the violence take it by force. Are you ready to take it? Are you ready for war? Prepare. Apostle Paul tells us, I believe. fight the good fight of faith. Lay hold on eternal life, whereunto thou art also called, and hast professed a good profession before many witnesses. Are you ready to fight the good fight? Are you ready for war? Prepare. We know that all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord, and that we can do all things through Christ that strengthens us. As we are fighting the good fight of faith, we must remember that Jesus has already overcome the world, and we have the victory through Christ Jesus. Amen. Do you believe the report of the Lord, or are you walking in this world making decisions by looking at the natural conditions of life? Breakthrough by purchasing our seven-part series, Which Side of the Supernatural Do You Want to Be On? Purchase the series and other items at imichaelbailey.net forward slash which side of the supernatural. That's imichaelbailey.net forward slash which side of the supernatural. Good morning, good morning, leaders of faith listeners. This is Pastor Michael Bailey, and welcome to your early morning cup of bread. Now we know that man cannot live by bread alone, but this segment is meant to inspire, encourage, motivate, and wake you up to what Christ is calling you to do. Welcome. Hey, how's everybody doing? Today's teaching is called David's Pandemic. What did that look like? That's right, David's Pandemic. What did that look like? And the foundation scripture for this message is found over in James 1, 2 through 4. And it reads, My brethren, count it all joy 
when ye fall into diverse temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience, but let patience have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. Amen. Heavenly Father, I come before you right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Bless the people of God that's listening to the sound of my voice, that you continue to allow us to push forward through faith, think through my mind, and speak through me. Holy Spirit, I ask that you lead me as I speak this word, as it goes forth unhindered, unchecked by any outside force. I ask that we all are blessed from hearing the meat of the word and that Holy Spirit, that you grow it up, water it, and God, that you bring the increase in Jesus' name as we pray. Amen and amen. David's pandemic. What did that look like? Now, the other day, I was looking up the definition of the pandemic. And to my surprise, a pandemic is an outbreak over nations, not just one demographic location, but over nations. We see that it causes pandemonium, pandemonium, where people are are supposed to be in fear, but the people of God are not supposed to be in fear because God has not given us the spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. Amen. So there's this massive breakout where we sit down and look at the news and the news is pumping fear into people's mindset. But as people of God grounded and rooted in faith in Jesus Christ, we do not supposed to fear. Our report is supposed to be the report of the Lord. And we have to decide which side of of the supernatural do we want to be on? Whose report will we believe? Will we sit there and let the news sow seeds of unrighteousness in our hearts? Or will we continue to study the seed of the word? So the scripture says, my brethren, count it all joy when you fall into divers temptation. So the divers temptations is that the enemy has went down the earth to and fro throughout the earth, seeking whom he may devour. And he has people in his crosshairs, but we are to count it all joy. Why do we count it our joy because the word says knowing this that the trying of our faith it tries our faith now we know that when we look at job the lord our god allowed job to go through his situation yes we know that job did let his guard down by what he spoke but it still tried his faith and job did not curse out god and die he kept on serving the lord our god so just like job we have to keep on serving the lord our god as he's working our faith and the lord our god uses whomever or whatever he wants spiritually and naturally to work out our faith we just have to believe it's a part of life it's called a process the word of god in james 1 and 4 says but let patience have her perfect work that ye may be perfect and entire wanting nothing. So we have to go through things in life. Everything is a process in life. And we know that God does not give out any unjust weights. We have to go through the process. In fact, the Lord our God says, I know the plans that I have for your life. Jeremiah 29 11. Have you considered my servant Job? Have you considered my servant Michael Bailey? Mm -mm. I didn't want to go like this. I didn't see this process coming, but I know I'll get to the other side. Yep. It's a process. Pandemic is a process. David's pandemic. What did that look like? So our lives are a continued process, whether we go to the mountaintop or we go through the valley. We still have to depend on the Lord our God. It works out our faith. And to be eligible for the process, you just have to be alive. Doesn't mean that you had to do anything bad. Doesn't mean that you had to do anything good. We have to go through the process as believers so we can be made to look just like Jesus. Say amen to that. Count it all joy. Let's look at David. 
David's pandemic. What did David's pandemic look like? And what did David do in order to make it through his pandemic? Let's look at 1 Samuel 21 and 1. Let's start there. Then came David to Nob, to Amalek, the priest. And Amalek was afraid at the meeting of David and said unto him, Why art thou alone and no man with thee? Hold up. David is alone. David is alone because he is running from Saul who wants to kill him. Saul is on a murdering spree and David is running for his life. This is a pandemic for David. David is thrown in a pandemic. Let's keep on reading. And David said to Ahimelech the priest, the king have commanded me a business and have said unto me, let no man know anything of the business whereabout I send thee and what I have commanded thee. And I have appointed my servants to such and such a place. Now, therefore, what is in thy hand? Give me five loaves of bread in my hand of what there is present. And the priest answered David and said, there is no common bread under my hand, but there is hollow bread. If the young men have kept themselves at least from women, got to be purified to eat this bread. And David answered the priest and said unto him, of a truth, women have been kept from us about these three days since I came out. And the vessels of the young men are holy and the bread is in a manner common. Yea, though it were sanctified this day in the vessel. So the priest gave him hollow bread, but there was no bread there, but the show bread that was taken from before the Lord to put hot bread in the day when it was taken away. Amen. So in David's pandemic, the first thing he did was to eat the bread. We have to eat the bread of life, my brothers and sisters. We have to eat the bread of life. And what else did David do? Let us keep on reading. Verse 8. And David said unto Ahimelech, And is there not here under thine hand spirit or sword? For I have neither brought my sword nor my weapons with me, because the king's business required haste. And the priest said, The sword of Goliath, the Philistine, whom thou slewest in the valley of Eli, behold, it is here, wrapped in cloth behind the ephod. If thou wilt take that, take it, for there is no other save that here. And David said, There is none like that. Give it to me. So David got the sword of Goliath as well. So as David knew he was in a pandemic and knew that he was on the run, what he did first, he broke bread and then he got the sword of Goliath. We have to break bread, know that Jesus Christ is the bread of life, and we have to get our sword, the truth of the word. The word of God is a two-edged sword. And let us keep on reading. Verse 10. We're still in 1 Samuel 21. Verse 10. And David arose and fled that day for the fear of Saul and went to Achish, the king of Gad. And the servants of Achish said unto him, Is not this David the king of the land? Did they not sing one to another of him in dances, saying, Saul have slain his thousands, and David his ten thousands? And David laid up these words in his heart and was sore afraid of Achish, the king of Gath. And he changed his behavior before them and feigned himself mad in their hands and scrambled on the doors of the gate and let his spittle fall down his beard. Then said Achish unto his servants, Lo, you see the man is mad? Wherefore then have ye brought him to me? Have I need of mad men that ye have brought this fellow to play the madman in my presence? Shall this fellow come into my house? So in David's pandemic, he is going over into Gath. Gath is a type of Babylon, land of the Philistines. He's going into enemy territory. Folks, every time that you're going out the house, every time that you're going to the next Walmart, every time that you're going to the next Superbox store, the news, the CDC is prophesying an outbreak that you will get a disease, that you're going to die if you go out into certain territory, that you're going to die if you go to church. But the last time I checked my Bible, it says that the earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof, the world and they that dwell therein. Folks, you will not die. I prophesy to you right now, you shall live and not 
die. With long life, he satisfies you. Let me get back on topic. But notice, you don't have to fear. You have to break bread. You have to take up your sword and walk. Take up your bed and walk. Use your authority in the word of God. Confess Psalms 91 and believe and go by faith out into Babylon. Say amen. Amen. David's pandemic. What did that look like? Okay, so the next thing David did as he was stopped in customs, feigned himself mad and led into Gath, he got access to the country. And let's look at 1 Samuel 22 verse 1. And it reads, David therefore departed thence and escaped to the cave Adullam. And when his brethren and all his father's house heard it, they went down thither to him. And everyone that was in debt and everyone that was discontented gathered themselves unto him. And he became a captain over them. And there was with him about 400 men. And so everyone that was in debt, everyone that was in distress, they gathered themselves to David. They knew that he was a mighty man. They knew that he was anointed. So they go down to David in the cave of Adullam. And in this pandemic, in David's pandemic, he first gives God praise. He praises God first. He honored the Lord, his God. And he wanted to know what the Lord our God will do in his life. And he also honored his parents. He honored the Lord our God and he honored his parents. How do I know this? Let's read it. Verse 3. 1 Samuel 22 verse 3. And David went thence to Mizpah of Moab. And he said unto the king of Moab, Let my father and my mother, I pray thee, come forth and be with you, till I know what God will do for me. And he brought them before the king of Moab, and they dwelt with him all the while that David was in the hole. Amen. See, David honored God, and he honored his parents. He didn't let them be alone in his pandemic. What are you doing for your parents in this pandemic? And I'm talking about older parents. Are you checking up on them? Are you calling them? See how they're doing. See how they are holding up, especially if they are with old call them see how they are take them out to eat cook them something say mama daddy i love you honor your parents so you have long life say amen to that okay so as david is listening to the voice of god the prophet gad in verse 5 says and the prophet gad said unto david abide not in the hole depart and get thee into the land of judah get thee into the land of praise we have to give god our praise we have to get to the land of praise yeah, some people say that the church is shut down. But what are you going to do? What are you going to do? Are you going to risk it? Are you going to believe the prophets? Are you going to look at the ordinance of Babylon? Or are you going to go to the church? Colossians 2 and 20 says, Wherefore, if ye be dead with Christ from the rudiments of the world, why as though living in the world are ye subject to ordinances? Hmm? Not subject to those ordinances. Go down to the church house and praise some people say you don't need the church what are you gonna do are you gonna praise them everywhere you go praise them in walmart praise them in kroger's what you gonna do get out the hole and go praise them so david left the hole let's keep reading then david departed and came into the forest of Harith. So notice in David's pandemic, David is going from place to place, just like the Ark of the Covenant. Remember the Ark of the Covenant that got passed around in Gath in Philistine country? Let's go to 1 Samuel 5. Let's read verse 1. And the Philistines took the Ark of God and brought it from Ebenezer unto Ashdod. When the Philistines took the Ark of God, they brought it into the house of Dagon and set it by Dagon. See, this is the Philistines' God. And let's see what happened. And 
when they of Ashtod arose early on the morning, behold, Dagon was falling upon his face to the earth before the ark of the Lord. And they took Dagon and set him in his place again. And when they arose early on the morrow morning, behold, Dagon was falling upon his face to the ground before the ark of the Lord. And the head of Dagon and both palms of his hands were cut off upon the threshold. Only the stump of Dagon was left to him. Therefore, neither the priests of Dagon nor any that came into Dagon's house tread on the threshold of Dagon in Ashdod until this day. But the hand of the Lord was heavy upon them of Ashdod, and he destroyed them and smote them with emroids, even Ashdod and the coast thereof. So let me prophesy to you real quick. For his name's sake, coronavirus, COVID-19, the pandemic is cut off for you, my friends. For his name's sake, you don't have to bow. Coronavirus will bow. The pandemic will bow. The name of the Lord Jesus Christ is above every name. And you, my friends, are children of the most high God who gonna bow. Think about that. So we ain't gonna bow to nothing. We don't care. We ain't bound to nothing. Be careful for nothing. We ain't bowing. How about that? So the Ark of the Covenant was a pandemic for the Philistines when they took it from Israel. And now David is just like that Ark going into the Philistines. But notice, he's going to have favor. He's going to have favor in his pandemic. Let us keep on reading. Let's go over to 1 Samuel 23 and verse 10. And it reads, Then said David, O Lord God of Israel, thy servant hath certainly heard that Saul seeketh to come to Keilah to destroy the city for my sake. Will the men of Keilah deliver me up into his hand? Will Saul come down as thy servant have heard? O Lord God of Israel, I beseech thee, tell thy servant. And the Lord said, he will come down. Then said David, will the men of Keilah deliver me and my men into the hand of Saul? And the Lord said, they will deliver thee up. Then David and his men, which were about 600, arose and departed out of Keilah and went whithersoever they could go. See, David is in a pandemic. He's on the run in this pandemic, but notice he continues to inquire of the Lord. Which way should I go in this pandemic? Which way should you go, people of God, in this pandemic? Are you going to give up in the pandemic? Or are you going to depend on the Lord our God? Even though it looks dire, even though it looks bleak, will you make it to the other side? If you depend on the Lord our God, I believe you will. I believe you will. Amen. And so David is going from place to place, city to city, as he's in the pandemic of his life, going from Saul. And let us skip over to 1 Samuel 27. Let's see what David does as he gets favor from the Philistines. He gets favor from the king's son, just like he had favor from Saul's son, Jonathan. He had favor with the king's son, over in the land of the Philistines and he winds up getting land and let us read verse 2 of 1 Samuel 27 and David arose and he passed over with the 600 men that were with him unto Achish the son of Maiah king of Gath and David dwelt with Achish at Gath he and his men every man with his household even David with his two wives Ahinoam, the Jezreelite, and Abigail, the Carmelitus, Nabal's wife. And it was told Saul that David was fled to Gath, and he sought no more again for him. Now, this is interesting. The enemy stopped chasing David because he was in enemy territory. 
folks i decree and declare whatever was chasing you before the pandemic has now got to cease from chasing you the enemy cannot touch you you are the lord our god's workmanship the enemy has to stop chasing you in the pandemic and after the pandemic you shall see the enemy's face no more whatever was chasing you is cut off at the root in jesus name amen saul thought that the philistine enemies of israel would overcome david bring it up to today because there's a, a virus out there or any type of foul spirits and diseases released by the enemy he thought that the enemy of fear or whatever disease was going to take you out so he stopped chasing you he thought putting fear on you would take you out so he stopped chasing you but the lord our god and let us keep on reading verse 6 I'm still in 1 Samuel 27, verse 6. Then Achish gave him Ziklag that day. Wherefore, Ziklag pertained unto the kings of Judah unto this day. Let's go back to verse 5. It says, And David said unto Achish, If I have now found grace in thy eyes, let them give me a place in some town in the country. We're talking about Gath here, that I may dwell there. For why should thy servant dwell in the royal city with thee? See that? He's getting favor from the enemy in a pandemic. He's taking land. He's taking it by force. He considered the land just like the Proverbs 31 woman. So without fail, David gets the land. And it says that David in the country of the Philistines was a full year and four months. Hey Amen. He got favor even in a pandemic. He got a whole city. He got Ziklag, him and his men and his family. David's pandemic, what did it look like? So in David's pandemic, he not only got land, but he also built the mighty man. He did not remain idle in a pandemic. He kept on using the work of his hands that were blessed by God. He did not remain idle. He used his gifting, he used the anointing, and he built the mighty man, the mighty man of valor. We know this when we go to 1 Chronicles 11 and 11, and it reads, and this is the number of the mighty men whom David had. We can stop there. Those same men that came down while David was in the cave with the anointing that attracted them, he made them into the mighty man. He built an army, folks, in a pandemic. He developed a city, he was a leader, and he developed an army of mighty men. How about that? What are you doing in a pandemic, David's pandemic? What does that look like? So throughout all of it, there came a time when the Philistines were about to have war with the Israelites. And David and his men strapped up for battle to go against Israel. But I believe in David's heart that he would not have went against the children of Israel. Even the captains of the Philistines told Achish to send David and his men home or else they'll come against us. Is not this David where they said Saul killed a thousand and David 10,000? He had turned on us. So Achish had to send David home. Even though there was favor in Achish's eyes towards David and his men, David did strap up, but David didn't go against the church. In fact, when Saul came after David continually, David said, I will not touch God's anointed. And we see the integrity of David in a pandemic. Even though the enemy chased him and was up close on him, we see the long suffering of God. Yeah, they may have tried to attack the body of Christ. Yeah, Babylon tried to shut the body of Christ down, the bride of Christ. But the Lord said, touch not my anointed, do my prophets no harm, and that no weapon formed against me or you 
shall be able to prosper. And the Lord is long suffering that none be lost, giving them a chance to change, giving them a chance to receive Jesus as their Lord and personal savior. Romans 10 and nine, confess Jesus as your Lord and personal savior that he died and God raised him up from the dead. So the integrity on David's part was when the Lord put Saul in a deep sleep to prove David, to see what he would do. And David had a chance to kill Saul in his deep sleep, but he didn't. He didn't go against the church. He didn't touch God's anointed. Yep. The Lord was allowing Saul to turn his life around to repent. So that's the integrity that David had in his pandemic. Even though that people got laid off and there was no job in sight, he didn't try a pyramid scheme. Nope. He had integrity. He acquired land and built the team. He started a new beginning. And so David and his men go down to fight with the children of Israel and get sent back to Ziklag. And when they get home, Ziklag is all burnt up. Mm. Not only is it a pandemic sitting over in Gath and Babylon, the enemy is chasing me down, but now we got these wildfires going on. The wind is constantly changing and the mighty man want to kill me that I train. But David, once again, he inquired of the Lord, should I pursue and overtake all? What should I do, Lord? And the Lord says, pursue and overtake all. Now in this pandemic, eminent men are chasing after the enemy. And then some of the men got tired. They lost their breath in the pandemic, but they had to stay home. They had to intercede. They had to watch over Ziglag. But David and the other men kept on going and they pursued and they overtook all and got all of the spoils more than what was taken from the Amalekites that ran off with the stuff, the wives and the children. But God, David's pandemic, what did that look like? So folks, look, in David's pandemic, there was a new beginning. He always had faith in God, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that comes to God must believe that he is and that he is rewarded to them that diligently seeks him. Hebrews 11 and 6, Matthew 6, 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. David continued to seek the Lord our God. He always inquired of the Lord in the pandemic. In his pandemic, we have to require of the Lord in the pandemic, regardless of what it looks like. We must remain calm in the Lord, remain calm in Jesus Christ. He built a team. David built a team. As the word of God says, be fruitful and multiply, have dominion, replenish, subdue. Genesis 1 28. Mm -hmm. He not only built his team, but he took care of his team. He was loyal to his team. He didn't come against the church. Mm-mm. He didn't cuss them out. Mm -mm. He prayed for the church. He didn't touch God's anointed. Everything that he did for the body of Christ, all the honor that he gave to his mother and father, and he honored God, that gave him favor with men. Psalms 23, he prepared a table in the presence of his enemies. He had favor in Babylon, favor in Gath. We have favor. We're in the world, but we're not of the world. When we do the will of God, keep his commandments, we have favor regardless of any pandemic. And most of all, he got the sword. He took the sword and he broke bread. Folks, we have to take the sword, the meat of the word. We have to take Jesus with us. We have to cast our cares on Jesus in any situation, no matter the circumstance. We have to continue to read the word. We have to rely on Holy Spirit, our helper that leads us to all truth and shows us things to come. And we have to use our sword. We have to pray. We have to pray to the Lord our God, get intimate with the Lord our God, and we have to give him praise and worship each and every day, speaking in our most heavenly language so that it strengthens us. It's a perfect prayer. We have to believe in Jesus Christ, our Lord and personal Savior, and let the Lord be our stay. Amen. So notice at the end of it all, the result of David's pandemic 
what did that look like? He became king. The mighty men made sure he became king. You can check that out in 1 Chronicles 11 and 10. And it reads, these also are chief of the mighty men whom David had, who strengthened themselves with him in his kingdom and with all Israel to make him king according to the word of the Lord concerning Israel. See that they made him king. Since he was loyal to them, they was loyal to him. They were in the pandemic together and they came out unhindered, unchecked by any outside force. Amen. David's pandemic. That's what that looked like. I hope this helps you. I hope this blesses you. Be blessed. Amen and amen. Hey, this is Pastor Michael Bailey. Thanks for listening to the Leaders of Faith Show, Morning Cup of Bread. Now, if the Leaders of Faith Show is helping you out, please be sure to share with your friends on social media. As well, if God has put in your heart to help our ministry grow, go to our website, trinitystonechristianfellowship.org, and sow a seed in faith. Once again, thank you for listening to the Leaders of Faith Show, Morning Cup of Bread. Be blessed. Hey. If you desire to receive the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, repeat this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I ask you to forgive my sins and save me from eternal separation from God. By faith, I accept your work and death on the cross as sufficient payment for my sins. I ask that you Come into my life and make me whole again. Thank you for providing the way for me to know you and to have a relationship with my heavenly father. Through faith in you, I have eternal life. Thank you also for hearing my prayers and loving me unconditionally. Please give me the strength, wisdom, and determination to walk in the center of your will. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. If you just said that prayer with me, congratulations on being born again and welcome into the kingdom of God. If you don't have a church home, be sure to get into a Bible-believing church. Once again, congratulations for being born again. Continue to read his word, get guidance, and be blessed. Hey, get inspired, motivated, and empowered with the word of God. Tune into the Leaders of Faith show every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday with your host, Pastor Michael Bailey. Go to our website, trinitystonechristianfellowship.org, and download the Leaders of Faith show. Thanks for listening. Hey, if you need any type of special prayer, be sure to contact us by email. Prayer at trinitystonechristianfellowship.org. That's prayer at trinitystonechristianfellowship.org. Are you ready to build and reshape your surroundings? Find out the eight steps to getting built through any type of chaos when you read Michael Bailey's book, David's Pandemic. David's Pandemic gives insight on how a journey of obstacles can shape us for the better. Purchase David's Pandemic now at imichaelbailey.net forward slash David's Pandemic. That's imichaelbailey.net forward slash David's Pandemic.
Good morning, good morning, leaders of faith listeners. This is Pastor Michael Baylor, and welcome to your early morning cup of bread. Now, we know that man cannot live by bread alone, but this segment is meant to inspire, encourage, motivate, and wake you up to what Christ is calling you to do. Welcome. Hey, how's everybody doing? Today's teaching is don't get tired in the pandemic, push forward through faith. That's right. Don't get tired in the pandemic, push forward through faith. And the foundation scripture for this message is found over in 1 Peter 5, 6 through 7. And it reads, humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your care upon him, for he cares for you. Amen. Heavenly Father, I come before you right now in the mighty name of Jesus. I thank you for all that you are. I thank you for all that you do. I ask that you bless the people of God listening to the sound of my voice. I ask Holy Spirit that you water the word that is sown in our hearts and that you'll grow it up and that it'll manifest in our life. I give you all the praise, honor, and glory in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Don't get tired in the pandemic. We must push forward through faith. Now, I know, I know that the year has been very chaotic. It has been very hectic. And it seems like what we were designed to do, that it won't come to pass. Some people can feel like that. Some people can feel like all hope is lost and that all hope is gone just because sometimes what we see. But how many of y'all know that the word God says that we walk by faith and not by sight. We can't look at what we see. We can't look at the pandemic and be afraid. We can't look at the pandemic and walk in fear. We ladies and gentlemen have to push forward through faith. Say amen to that. Now, how do we push forward through faith in a pandemic? Well, we know that we have to renew our minds. Romans 12 and 2 says to be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of our minds and the renewal of our mind. Our mind in Christ is in the word of God. We have to eat the word of God, the meat of the word. Let's get something to eat in this pandemic. Let's go over to Exodus 17. Now, this is when the children of Israel were going through the wilderness, wandering through the wilderness. They were wandering through their pandemic and they came up against the children of Amalek. And let us start at verse eight. Then came Amalek and fought with Israel in Rephidim. And Moses said unto Joshua, choose us out men and go out, fight with Amalek. Tomorrow I will stand on the top of the hill with the rod of God in my hand. Now, Amalek, came out against the children of Israel because the children of Israel were tired. Now they just mumbered in the wilderness because they were hungry. They thought that God sent them out there to die and they wanted to go back to Egypt. But God was just proving their hearts. And let me get back to the scripture. Moses said, tomorrow I will stand on the top of the hill with the rod of God in my hand. Notice we have to have position. We have to have position. We have to have our high point and our high point is the Lord our God. Having a high point in a pandemic in order to push forward through faith. So what is your high point position in a pandemic? Let us keep on reading. Verse 10. So Joshua did as Moses had said to him and fought with Amalek. He obeyed. And obedience is better than sacrifice. And Moses, Aaron, and Hur went up to the top of the hill. Let's stop there for a minute. So Joshua is a warrior. Joshua obeyed Moses. He obeyed the pastor and he went out to war. And then the scripture lets us know that Moses, Aaron, and Hur went up to the top of the hill. Once again, that's positioning. All of the priesthood and the pastor went on top of the hill. So you have intercession on the top of the hill and war on the front lines. Folks, in order to push forward through faith in a pandemic, we must work together collectively as priests and intercessors warring in prayer. 
prayer and getting out on the front lines. And let us keep on reading verse 11. And it came to pass when Moses held up his hands that Israel prevailed. See that? Holding up your hands in prayer. And when he let his hands down, Amalek prevailed. Folks, we cannot afford to let our hands down. We must praise and worship the Lord our God. We can and will prevail in a pandemic. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church, against the body of Christ, against the bride of Christ, against the Proverbs 31 church. Amen. We shall prevail. Verse 12. But Moses' hands were heavy, and they took a stone and put it under him, and he sat thereon. And Aaron and her stayed up his hands, the one on the one side and the other on the other side. And his hands were steady until the going down of the sun. Amen. Folks, Moses got tired, just like we get tired, but he had intercessors holding up his hands. We must intercede for the body of Christ. We must intercede for the bride of Christ, the Proverbs 31 church, to hold up her hands in prayer, in praise, in worship. And notice that he took a seat on the stone. We must take our seat of rest in heavenly places. Take our seat on Jesus Christ, the rock, the solid rock, the chief cornerstone, our Lord and Savior, because the Lord is our stay. Amen. His hands were steady until the going down of the sun. Folks, we must give praise and worship constantly every time we wake up in the pandemic and out of the pandemic, being ready in season and out of season, praying without ceasing, speaking our most heavenly language to give us strength without ceasing. This is how we overcome pushing forward through faith. And let us go back to the word of God. Verse 13, and Joshua discomforted Amalek and his people with the edge of the sword. He used the word of God. And the Lord said unto Moses, write this for a memorial in a book and rehearse it in the ears of Joshua, for I will utterly put out the remembrance of Amalek from under heaven. Notice that the children of Israel not only got victory, but God told Moses to rehearse the victory in his ear. Folks, we must rehearse the victory of what the Lord our God, Jesus Christ, did for us. He overcame the world. We have the victory through Jesus Christ. In the pandemic, we must push forward through faith. We don't have to be afraid. We must keep on building. We must keep on doing the will of God, doing the greater works in advancing the kingdom of God in the earth. Amen. Now in scripture, when Jesus told the disciples to go over to the other side, there came a great storm. Yep. There was a great pandemic and I'm paraphrasing. We crossed over from 2019 into 2020. We played on the words that 2020 would be a year of new vision, 2020 vision. And yes, it has. Everything has been revealed in 2020 and more stuff is going to be revealed. But notice Jesus didn't say you going to go through this. He just said, go to the other side. Folks, you will make it to the other side. Notice that when they were in the sea and the winds came that the water started beating down on the boat and Jesus was in the hinder part of the ship asleep on a pillow. I don't know if he was snoring. I don't know if he was in a deep sleep. He was calm. He already did the work. He knew that they were going to get over to the other side, but they said, master, care us not if we're going to die. So they woke him up out of his deep sleep and he came up and said, peace, be still, peace, be still casting our cares on Jesus. Notice he told the disciples, oh, ye a little faith. Where's your faith? You have to find your faith so you can continue to push forward through faith. The Lord our God word does not return void. It will accomplish everything he said. It will do everything he told it to do. It's not void. If he said you're going to go to the other side, you're going to go to the other side. You are still alive, my friends. You're going to the other side. Keep on building. Keep on pushing forward through this pandemic 
in faith. Now, Jesus Christ was in the garden of Gethsemane and he wanted the cup to pass. He talked to Father God and said, let this cup pass from me. But if it be your will, I'll do your will. As the blood rolled down Jesus' face, he pushed through to the cross. He pushed through to the grave. He pushed through hell and set the captives free. He took on sin for you and me. He hung on that cross. He died. He defeated Satan. He defeated the pandemic in every disease, every iniquity. He took it and he rose again he's interceding on the right hand side of the father for you and me our lord and savior jesus christ didn't get tired dying for you and me we are his harvest will you believe god romans 10 and 9 look no matter what it looks like stand on the salad rock don't get tired in the pandemic push forward through faith i hope this helps you i hope this blesses you be blessed amen and amen have you ever desired to have your own ministry broadcast? Inspired by Faith Broadcast will love to have you be a part of the family. Now's the chance to take the gospel worldwide. See how you can share the good news on the Inspired by Faith broadcast. Call Michael at 708-300-1058. That's Michael at 708-300-1058. Get inspired. Hey, look, go and follow us on Facebook. We're at facebook.com forward slash or backslash inspired by faith broadcast. Go to our website, inspired by faith broadcast.net. Become a listener. The benefits of becoming a listener. You can always get the broadcast, the latest broadcast that we're doing. You'll stay in the know as well. If you happen to be a Bible training teacher, then go to our website, hit on Bible training teacher to see how you can become a teacher on the inspired by faith broadcast. Well, it's been real mighty mikey mike has to take off i have to go i gotta do something else but i pray that you all be blessed blessed in the city blessed in the field blessed when you come and blessed when you go be blessed amen Hey, tune in to the On Demand Inspired by Faith broadcast. It is a new wave of faith-based radio. Listen and get inspired as we are building your faith one show at a time. Tune in at inspiredbyfaithbroadcast.net. That's inspiredbyfaithbroadcast.net.